auto sequence start in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there. Hello, I am Andrew. This is my good friend Stephen, and we're about to enjoy some canned conversation. Hello. All right. So, uh, first things first here. Um, just wanted to get, uh, give a little context uh, about what we're going to start with here. And um, that is a few months ago, or a little while back, I should say, um, when we've been uh, getting together, we've uh, been enjoying some odd canned beverages. Uh, we go out and purchase um, something we probably would never buy off the shelf, um, it, whether it be, think maybe it's good, uh, maybe it's terrible, or assume it might be terrible, and uh, we bring it to the table. And uh, we both try it, um, and we give it a rating out of five, and usually uh, try to keep a, to one, like do a one sentence review, and uh, mark it in the book. So. We know if it's any good. I pick my cans based on color. <laughs> well, you have quite a colorful can here today. Um, so let's get started, and uh, we're going to do what are we drinking, and uh, what is this that you brought today? I think it's pronounced Burcroft, but it is a Lithuanian beer, and it's pineapple beer from Lithuania. Burcroft beer, it's a Belgian-style ale with pineapple flavoring. I see that. Yeah. It is pineapple. And uh, all right. Well, I'm excited. Uh, it is a large can here. <laughs> it is. Um, it's a pint because <laughs> it's from Europe. All right. Well, let's uh, get one started. All right. So while we uh, take a drink of this and enjoy this, we're going to get into some conversation, try to make each other uh, entertain or laugh or whatever. So are you ready? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to get us kicked off here because I found a, a fun subject that uh, we have talked about many times in the past. Um, but uh, in this instance, I think I can finally put a name to a face. So um, if, if I said to you, what is the Cobra effect? Would you know what that is? No. You have any guesses? Zero. <laughs> All I can think of is something that if I get angry, my hood comes out and I start hissing. Is that close? Yeah, that's an excellent guess, right? So in terms of an effect, uh, you may have heard of the Mandela effect, right? Or something like that. So this is something I was perusing on, on the line and saw this mention. I'm like, what is that? So I started getting into it. Here's what I found out, all right? All right. So picture this. Uh, I believe this happened in India. Um, some time back, right? This is the origin. It's where cobras are. Does that make sense? <laughs> Tons of them, apparently. And uh, at the time, they were actually having a bad problem with um, these uh, cobras. Um, they had so many running around. It was uh, messing with livestock, um, eating uh, the family pet, um, all kinds of bad stuff. So uh, the Indian government um, came up with a brilliant plan, and they said, we need to get rid of these cobras. What are we going to do? So what do you think maybe they did? I have no idea. <laughs> I literally right, right. have zero guesses. Okay. Well, in their brilliant minds, they said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to offer a bounty 
on these Cobras, okay? We're gonna okay. pay you whatever it was back then, we're gonna say in today's dollars, it was $20 per Cobra, right? You go out and you kill one of these things, you bring it to us and we'll give you 20 bucks. You can pay me $1,000 per Cobra and I'm not gonna go round up <laughs> Cobras, I can tell you that. But yes, but, me okay. either probably, because um, I'd have to go out and buy a, a very expensive trap and I probably might never yeah, get my I'm money back. Not doing it, not doing it. Well, there were people in India that They're said, I'm to gonna Cobras. do this. That's fair. Right. I'm used to water snakes and I don't like those either, so <laughs> keep going. Sorry. Right, anything that has snake in the title, mm -hmm. I'm usually not good with. So, uh, so they said we're gonna give you $20 per Cobra. I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, so you bring them in, we'll pay you. So people started uh, killing these things, bringing them in for a bounty, $20 a piece. Now, knowing what we've talked about before and the human concept uh, and what people will do, have any guesses as to what people came up with? Is this what happens when you set rules and have unintended consequences, <laughs> set, set goals and that, that have unintended consequences for? I love that you're jumping there. You're good. Because, I, yeah, what do you think happened? Like, what do you think? I'm guessing people either started breeding cobras um, or stealing cobras. Or pretending like other snakes were cobras. <laughs> yeah, well, the first one was the main one, right? So okay. people started getting, the, they were like, oh, you know what? Instead of going out and, and taking all this work to get all these cobras, I'm going to get two of them. I'm going to put them in a small place, turn the lights down low, yeah. put on some nice romantic music. A little Marvin Gaye. A little Marvin Gaye. Start breeding some cobras. And uh, I'm going to take half of those, kill them, take them to the government, get my money, and let the other half start breeding. Unintended consequence, right? Unintended it's what people do, right? They yeah. love to do it. So the government goes, oh my gosh, they figure it out, right? Because with everything, they're like, oh my gosh, this is costing us a ton of money. So what do they naturally do? Do they shut the program down? Shut it down. <laughs> like no more of this. We are going to stop paying people for Cobras, which brilliant idea, right? Now what happens? Now you have a cobra problem again? Because what? all those people that had a bunch of cobra farms and were harvesting these things. Because they're worth nothing. Let them out. <laughs> let them out onto the populace. And, uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and all of a sudden, whoa, we have a brand new cobra problem. Probably worse than the first one. Yeah. Right? It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so... What's great about this, in my opinion, is because uh, we talk about this fairly often about people, you know, they will find a way, yeah. a company, a government. Yeah. This happens in the corporate world every day. Yes. I, daily. I, here, I'm going to set a new goal for you and people will figure out how to meet that goal in the exact wrong way that they, that they intended for people to meet that goal. Exactly. Right? It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> we deal with it constantly. So um, I have some good examples because I thought it was kind of funny as I'm reading about this. Um, they also call it the perverse incentive, which I thought was another fun name for that. Because now I think when this comes up at work, someone like if we're on a call or, you know, if, if your boss is talking to you and they're like, hey, this is what my idea is. And you just go, that sounds like a perverse incentive. I think I will use that. <laughs> at least that'll get their attention. Although Cobra Effect will get their attention, too. That's true. So. All right. So 
in history, here's a few, just a few examples that I found fun. Okay. Um, when we were a young America, uh, younger than today, we were building a transcontinental railroad. Mm -hmm. And at the time, they worked out a deal and said, we're going to pay you per mile on how much, how much uh, track you lay. Oh, I can see where this is going to. <laughs> yeah. What do you think happened? I'm guessing they did not take the most direct route from point A to point B. Really? You think maybe they made like Mickey Mouse heads right. out of the railroad track or like uh, they made shapes, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> this mountain over here is just way too big. It's like 40 feet tall. Right. We're going to have to go all the way around. That's exactly what happened. Nice. Uh, this one was a good one too. This made me uh, chuckle. So in Russia at one point, they were... Um, doing something with uh, windows and, uh, and, and um, glass. And so they went out to the glass makers and they said, all right, um, we're going to give you an incentive to make glass, right? We don't have enough glass makers, uh, so we're going to pay you per pound of glass that you make. So if you go to a house and it needs windows or if you go to a business, so you add up all the tonnage and we're going to pay you based on that. What do you think happened there? House has got a lot more windows. Or the windows were super thick. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> In fact, here. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Everybody got two-inch windows. Yeah, they got so thick you could hardly see through them. <laughs> they were installing these things, and they were so heavy, but they were able to get paid for it. So immediately, again, like the India situation with the Cobras, the government said, oh, my gosh, we got to switch gears here. That's not working. <laughs> We're going to now pay you per square footage of window that you make. So then glass got real skinny and real long. Everyone was having breaking glass. It was super skinny uh, and just uh, wouldn't really hold very well. So again, just uh, I think hits that mark on trying to do something. You put something out there, but you don't quite think it through and it blows up on you. Um, so that's really all the examples I had in here. I thought that was kind of fun. I don't know if you have any that you can come to mind. No, but it just reminds me of work. Um, we're dealing with objectives and key results right now a lot. Um, not that we want to go dive deep on objectives and key results, but it just makes me laugh. Is <laughs> because it'll make me want to drink more. It's really yeah, me too. <laughs> it, it just it, it's one of those things where it's really people. It's really hard to come up with, and people don't realize how hard it is to come up with an objective, which shouldn't be that hard, um, but come up with key results that measure whether or not you're meeting your objective, right? right? Which is what the government sucks at. Like, it's horrible, <laughs> right? But that's kind of it, right? Is that you go, oh, my objective is to reduce the number of snakes or make sure that windows get installed or whatever that case may be. Make sure we get from point A to point B. Well, they put in the, the wrong measures in place. Like, we just, God, it just happens every day. Corporate environment. Yeah. We have the right objectives and the wrong key results or no key results. So we just like, whatever you come up with is, is fine with us. That's what <laughs> success looks like. It just makes me laugh. So I don't try to harp on the government stuff too much. The government's there for a reason. But just to what you said there, I think sometimes it's the objective of the government to just figure out how to spend money, how to throw money at it. And I think if you throw money at something, this inevitably happens yep. in almost every scenario. People are just super ingenious. They figure out all kinds of ways. And really, just to end the, on this um, and not getting too deep, but as I'm reading this, one of the things that popped out in my mind, I'm like, I think that there were about, I don't know, 
10, 15 of these various things that probably all stacked up and resulted in the housing bubble that was 2008, right? Yeah. All incentives, the loaning incentives, the financial incentives to, uh, to, find, to uh, invest in the mortgage-backed securities and stuff, all those incentives, and it, man, it all came to a head under this exact thing. I would chuck this, that up under, uh, it was really the Cobra effect. This is good intentions, poor execution. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. like I have the right, I'm trying to get the right goal. Right. I just, I go about it all the wrong ways. I incent the wrong way. I follow up with people. And when things don't work out, I cut things like the Cobra thing. Like, you're like, well, that didn't work. So let's just stop doing it. Well, then people have all these Cobras. <laughs> like, what are you going to do with a thousand Cobras? Yeah. I've been breeding them for two years. What do you want me to do with it? Yeah. Apparently they didn't want to eat them. I don't oh. know. I've never eaten snake. I know some people that have. I'm not getting close enough to a Cobra to kill it and eat it. So. All right. Oh, that was one of my things there. So I thought that was a fun topic. I, those are the kind of things that when I start reading them, you know, I get into it. There was not a lot of information out there um, on some of that origin stuff. I mean, if somebody goes out and looks it up and there's a wiki on it, but, you know, it was fun. Yeah. Um, so while we've been talking here, I've been taking you know, some drinks of the, uh, the pineapple ale. And I, I'm not going to lie, this, this is not... I thought this was going to be a lot more tart. Like I thought my face was not going to be able to talk while I was drinking it, but this is actually much better than I thought it was going to be. I went into it with pretty low expectations. Not going to lie. I like pineapple. I like Belgian ales. Um, but uh, I did not have a whole lot of faith in this, but it's actually good. I'm digging it. I, in fact, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to give you my rating if you're ready for it. Mine's a three, five or higher. Mine's probably a 3.5. 3. Yeah. All right. I like how you say I, I, I like pineapple and I like, I like Belgian ales, ales. <laughs> but I wasn't going to like it. I'm like, how many Belgian ales do you have where you go, I like Belgian ales? I, you might drink Belgian ales all the time. I don't know. Uh, so there's a lot of Belgian wheats out there um, hmm. too. So. All right. Belgian's got good beer. I, I'm not, I don't think that I don't disagree. I'm just not a, as much of a beer person. Right. I, I enjoy so. mixed drinks much more than I do so beers. But I do love beers. Uh, I don't like uh, the, the real hoppy, the real uh, deep IPA yeah, stuff. Yeah, IPA stuff. Bad news bears. Yeah. Um, I try some people, if they offer it, I try to be nice. And I'm like, okay, let me let me take a drink of it. And yeah. most of the time, it's it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Or I'm a more, can of beer. I'm more the unfiltered wheat, um, less hoppy kind of guy. But this is really good. Um, yeah. I would, would drink again. Would recommend to friends. Would drink on a boat. Um, in a moat? In a moat with a goat, for all I care. With Sam? <laughs> yeah. Not with a cobra, <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, yeah, it's, su it's super good. Um, again, I don't give fours and fives to everything, um, but it's, it's a good, I would drink again beer. All right. Well, I'm going to give it a 3.5 as well. I'm going to mark that in the book. I will, uh, when you get a six of these, I would have more than one. Um, so, good, good deal. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's just keep it rolling. What what uh, what do you got today? So I have I'm, I'm a big fan of questions. I feel like questions bring conversation. So I will probably mostly bring you questions. Um, and so my question today um, for you is is what what makes your eyes roll every time you hear it? Huh, that's a good question. Um, and the first thing that popped into my mind mm -hmm. was. Uh, I, I love words that aren't really words. Um, uh, and being put on the spot, I'm trying to think of a few, but uh, 
Um, I will here in a moment. Uh, and so I, I tend to use those. Um, and I think when I, when I use those and somebody is like, that's not a word. That makes my eyes roll. I don't know. Like, that's fair. Not in, a, not in a really bad way, but I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I'm just having fun with it. I, you can probably tell. Uh, irrespective. Uh, <laughs> that's a word. Uh, what's the one I'm thinking of? Oh, I know the one you're thinking of too. Sorry. Um, hold on. Oh, crud. I'll figure it out. If it comes to me, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it out there and I'll use it. I'll use it in uh, context. And, uh, <laughs> and then you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. But yes. I think that's one. Um, that's did funny. you have any that were that's sort of in your mind? So, yeah, the one that popped into my head um, is the I can't without trying. When you know somebody's not tried, even when it's yourself, like I get, I can roll my eyes at myself sometimes. Like it's you're, when your brain tells you you can't or when somebody tells you you can't, oh, I can't do that. Really? Have you, have you tried? <laughs> like what, like you just, you're, if your default setting is I can't, it, I roll my eyes every time. I'm, like, I, I I'm pretty sure I heard you just earlier say I can't kill a cobra. Yeah. Um, and you should have rolled your eyes. Cause I rolled my eyes when you said it. I'm pretty sure if it came at me, it could get killed. Um, however, like kilt is not a word except for a Scottish dress or a Scottish. Oh, yes, yes. Did we use that? I just did kilt. Um, so, um, but yeah, I could, I could definitely kill a cobra if I had to. I, I just don't, would not choose to get that close. So, but yeah, there so that, that one's, I can't is a frustrating one for me. Uh, here's another time I roll my eyes, and this is an extreme eye roll. When my kids roll their eyes at me, <laughs> and which is often. It generates a reflex eye roll. Oh, well, I, I do it on purpose. Uh, the first thing I do is I point it out and I say, how, do, how does the ceiling look? Does it need to be repainted? Nice. Uh, sometimes I um, ask them how their brain is doing. Like, does everything look okay up there? But yeah, pretty much if, if, a lot of things I say uh, gets, elicits an eye roll. And then uh, I, I point it out and then I go, or I just, it, I do the whole head swing where I start on one side and then just roll around and I go, that's, that's what I think you just did. <laughs> Well, we both have daughters, so you know I've seen it too, right? So <laughs> yes, yeah. So a um, hundred times a week, I get. We got was we didn't focus as much on eye rolls in our house as we've um, focused on beatboxing. And they like whenever you say something like, mm. and you're like, don't don't beatbox me. Don't don't start making weird noises. <laughs> this isn't a rap video. Come on. Anyway, so yeah. Beatboxing is more prevalent in my house than eye rolling. So. Right. Should I go find you a beat to lay down? Right. I'm underneath drop that. Drop a track underneath that, or no? Right. Yeah. So that's cool. All right. Uh, you have any? Uh, you have another question to throw out? Um, sure. Do we want to try another beer? What do you want to do? Uh, I figured you do. Give me one more. Okay. We'll so, finish this beer up while we're doing that. Yeah, yeah. So, what is one thing that you resent paying for? Hmm. I resent, I think this goes back to, I, sometimes I resent, no, I resent paying taxes, but I don't because I know they're, they, they're needed for stuff. Um, you know, again, I don't get too deep into a lot of politics stuff. So like, I know we need to pay them, but a lot of times I feel like when you see the little signs on the side of the road during those special elections and it's like, here is a half cent gas tax for, um, I don't know, special places for Fido to go to the bathroom or something. I don't know. Most of them are probably 
better than right. that or probably needed. But it just seems to me that there's so much of that that, and there's so much that comes at you about that that I start to just sort of res- like not resent it. It's probably the wrong word, but like I just get so sick of hearing all of the different back and forth on. Uh, you know, oh, this will only increase your personal property tax by X amount of dollars. And uh, and then one commercial is like, if you don't pay for this, you hate babies. <laughs> right. And, they, go the other, right. they go the complete other you way. You hate dogs. Um, you wish firefighters wouldn't have right. jobs. You know old people will die when this happens. Right. right? You're like, oh. Your teachers won't know what to teach. and um, And that's you if you mark no on this. And then the next, very next commercial is like, if you mark yes on this, then you love being controlled by fear. You want big government. Um, you want a, you know, a state that's, you know, a nanny state. Right. Like they, it's all extreme, right? right. And like you and I talk about, we try to have some balance, or at least that's what we, you know, hope for ourselves. We have a little bit of a balanced view, and I just feel like there's not a whole lot of balance. When I see those commercials. Yeah. So that's fair. I think that's super fair. But <laughs> what do you resent? Um, so I hunt. So I resent having to pay so much to legally hunt animals. And so that's one. Um, I would, you stole my answer with taxes. Um, <laughs> the universal hate, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just a generic one that, it's kind of an easy answer. It's a T. It's a, I T-balled that one up for you. But um, yeah, so I think taxes, sales tax and gas tax and, you know, send taxes where they're going to tax your alcohol and tobacco. And, you know, we're going to go pick on certain people because we think what they're doing is bad. Um, like rich people, we should tax them more because they are not paying their fair share. Or you should tax people who are out, you know, drink alcohol and and smoke tobacco because they're doing bad things. And you're like, why, why are you picking on? Like, why are you singling people out to just tax them more? Um, it seems weird. I I have, I've heard in the past the, uh, the term death tax. Mm. I, I don't even know if that, again, I don't keep up as much as you do. Is there such a thing as a death tax? In, in just a few words here, like, don't bore me with yeah. all the, the ins and outs. But if I were to die, do I get taxed for dying? Or did my kids get taxed on like some of my like money I want to try to give them? So, again, not an expert, but have been through it a, a little bit. Um, I, it depends on how you manage your money and where you put it. Um, so, if you don't put your, if you don't um, assign your assets to a trust or something of that sort, um, then when you die, and let's say your wife dies too. Um, they have to divide your assets. We both up. die at the same time. We both die. It's a bad deal. That's a like, horrible thought, man. Yeah, I mean, it's the Cobras. Um, I'm going to need to drink to, another drink of this pineapple yeah, beer. Well, that'll make it better. Um, but not, <laughs> not great still. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So if you, if, you, if you set up a trust and put all your assets in the trust, it's care of the trust. If, if to me, the, the biggest part with, I had, my father passed away. So when he died, um, his stuff, we had to divide and we had to pay... Um, all that, all that, all of his assets we had to liquidate. They were in stocks, and they were in different stocks. So you had to start liquidating them to split them, because based on the will, everything gets split. Um, so my sister and I had had to split all that stuff, which then we paid. Um, you pay capital gains on anything he earned, plus you pay 
Mm. Um, so you get taxed on that, plus you count that as income because then all came back to you in cash, which you get an influx of cash that goes against your 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 that's income, income and that's bad news. People dying equals you getting income. Yeah. So and all income is taxed. Yeah. So that yeah. that throws you into a tax bracket and a new tax bracket and that gets worse, right? So that that year was I'm just like, oh my god, this is really bad. Um, and I took my taxes to somebody that year and go, you figure this out because this is really You're going to need a protractor right. and I, a compass. Yeah. I'm like, here's a stack of files um, and I'm not even sure what's in it and don't ask me any questions because I don't know what I have and what I don't have so just sort through this. This is what I think is this. So yeah, it, death tax is real. Even if it's not a you get taxed on dying, you get taxed on everything if you don't if you because you have to divide all that up. So there are smart ways to manage your money. Um we set up a trust immediately after that because all of that stuff goes into a trust and it's in care of the trust and there's people who manage the trust if you die. My wife and I both die. Someone manages that trust and nothing gets sold. Nothing, so those assets stay where they are and hmm. we don't have all that problem of dividing things, which is good. Uh, and I'm Sorry. not gonna lie. That no, was that was great much. information, <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie. As soon as I said the word compass, in my head, I went back to my childhood. I'm no engineer, so I don't use these on the day, uh, every day. But um, do you remember the old compasses? I thought you the, said protractor. I, I said both. You're going to oh, need okay. a protractor and a, a compass, compass. That's fair. to do these taxes. But do you remember when you were in school and you have a compass and there, there was that metal piece of metal that had two legs and one had a, a, a pointy end and the other had a little like golf pencil? Mm -hmm on it yeah, yeah. and you'd put the pointy end in one spot and Through you would try paper. to make like a circle and the the the, the pencil never held yeah. it would just like you would start to make the circle and all of a sudden the, the pencil would start to lose its where it was and then oh it never worked out my problem was the 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 pointy end always went through the paper, and then as you pulled, <laughs> right. it like ripped your paper around. And you're <laughs> right. like, that's not a circle. That's an right. oval with a rip in the middle. Yes, and I'm ready to build a replica of the arch. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I am. Th look at what I've got here. The, the arch was supposed to be a half circle, but turned into, uh, you know, their compass broke. I'm just going. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I have these random thoughts, obviously, but uh, that one, these, you know, random school things that, you know, were supposed to work, but, you know, it, you just got the whatever was at the store and it just, it never worked quite right. And uh, you had all these high hopes, and, you know, yeah. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you got a jacked up ripped piece of paper right. with a circle that's not a circle. It's more like, you know, just a line that's squiggly up, up the paper yeah. and you're an turning it in egg. for a grade. Yeah. An Easter egg with zigzags in it. What's that? <laughs> Oh, brilliant. All right. So uh, we've tried this pineapple uh, beer. Yeah. Uh, we've rated it. I like it. Um, we usually try to do one or two of these. So you brought the first one. Yeah. Um, I have the, the second one here. Uh, so I am going to grab that. The excitement. This is called a uh, gin boogie. There's one for you. All right. 1220 Spirits. It's a ready-to-drink beverage. It's my favorite kind of beverage. Right. So... Britannicals-inspired spirits. So you know me. I am more of the uh, uh, mixed drink uh, type of person. Yep. Um, before we were on lockdown when we would go to a real bar and uh, have someone making our drinks for us. Um, 
I would, my preference was to have a, a bourbon and Coke and uh, I would, I would work on that. But so when I started finding canned mixed drinks, this, I had, uh, I thought to myself, self, there you go. <laughs> Gotta hit it. Um, so yeah, 1220 spirits, I, I guess makes this, this is a, uh, Gin Boogie, um, and it says it's gin with cherry and lime. I, I'm so into this, and you don't even know why, because if you turn your can sideways and you read the uh, this the side print, it says the cocktail is primed for summertime shenanigans. I'm like, <laughs> brilliant. Oh, yes. That is a that word is awesome. I love. I love shenanigans. Who's not going to do shenanigans? So I'm cracking this one. Is that all right? Yeah. And uh, I generally stay away from gin. Um, as I think I've said before, gin to me kind of smells like a pine tree sometimes, but, uh, I like gin in a Long Island iced tea, but I can tell from the, just your face that this is probably one of, this is not going to get a good rating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're unable to speak due to, wow. All right. That is, makes me afraid to taste Have this. a good time with that. <laughs> There's a reason why we stay away from gin. Is the boogie... It's the boogie. That is gets it you. the boogie? Yeah, that creeps up on me. I think it's actually the gin. The boogie is fine at the end. Um, how do you feel about? Uh, I I don't dislike it as much as I think you do. It um, it definitely has that ginny taste to it. Oh yeah, it's that gin taste that hurts. But uh, all right, so well, we'll uh, keep on sipping on that. Maybe it'll get better. Maybe it's an acquired taste. Yeah, for you. Yeah. So, um, kind of as we roll along, we'll revisit it and, uh, kind of give it a rating. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to work on a rating for that one. That's, uh, wow. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, let's jump into, um, something that I love doing. Um, as you know, I've, I've done this, uh, people will come over sometimes and, um, you know, if, uh, if we're not having something to do, then I bust out what I call the onion versus not the onion game. Um, so I, uh, I peruse different places. As I've said, I'm not a big one on, on, re on uh, I, said, I almost said real news, because sometimes the, what I look at isn't necessarily real news. I'm looking for fun, offbeat, weird, you know, um, headlines that grab my attention and go, uh, what is this about? Because I love the, the, to be able to, I laugh at myself first most of the time, but after that, I do laugh at humanity here and there because it's like, what are we capable of getting ourselves into? So what this game is, is uh, I have a series of headlines and um, I'm going to read you the headline and you're going to tell me if this is a real news headline or if it's something that The Onion made up. And I think ever, you're familiar with The Onion as the uh, parody news source yep. that uh, puts out very fun and uh, entertaining material. So uh, I have an example uh, to get you started here. Um, okay. And so the first one, I'm just going to hit it here, is Russian man trapped on Chinese reality TV show finally voted out. Onion or not the onion? Not the onion. That is... Not the onion. <laughs> there was a Russian uh, a gentleman who was working in um, uh, China uh, on this show. Um, he was a teacher on the show. And they went over to him and said, hey, 
you have the look of this um, of of being on TV. So we want you to be on this show. Uh, here, sign this contract. And the guy signed the contract and um, apparently almost immediately regretted it. Uh, the reality show was making a boy band, right? Oh no. Yeah. So he's on there and he's like, I want to off the show, but the um, the fine that would come with jumping off the show was such that he's like, it's not viable for me. So every week, apparently on the show, he would just tell the audience, I don't want to be here. Vote me off. And they kept voting him in? Of course they did, right? right. So it was like that Sanjay <laughs> or whoever that was on American Idol that one year, right? Where he was like horrible and he got a fan base of people who just watched him go all the way to the finals. And right. he was awful. Right. They're yeah. like, we want to see the train wreck. Yeah. This is fun. This is entertaining to us. And the poor guy just every week is like, please Thanks. do not make me do this because if I win, I am contractually obligated to be part of this boy band that they put together. That's awesome. So not the onion. All right. Uh, so let's just go to the next one here. More companies considering hybrid model where it's half return to the office and half we lay off. <laughs> I hope it's the onion. You say the onion. I say the onion. That is correct. Because oh, <laughs> all I hear at work is the, we're going to try the hybrid model. So I hope that's not the same hybrid, <laughs> same hybrid right. model. As vaccinations are rolling out yeah. and, uh, and, and more people are in immunity, um, we're going to go ahead and let half of you back. And then the other half, um, we're going to go ahead and let go. Yeah. <laughs> Find new jobs. Right. Vaccinated. Start breeding cobras. All right. Uh, next one here. Winning Greyhound tested positive for meth. Onion or not the onion? Oh, with meth the way it is, that can't be the onion. I don't think that's fake. I think that's real. So you're going to go with... I'm going to go with not the onion. Oh, my God. Very good. You're on, you're on, fire. on fire. Three for three. Check out the name of this dog. Zipping Sarah. Yeah, that's a meth dog. <laughs> it's got meth dog all over it. You're, not, you're never going to believe this. She finished first in her race. <laughs> okay. She's still running. <laughs> <laughs> she never stopped. And uh, her owner, meanwhile, went over and collected a purse of $4,000. Um, but they, they kind of thought something was a little suspicious. So they, um, they tackled the dog. Probably, and uh, made it pee in a cup and uh, tested it, and it um, came up positive for methamphetamine, and uh, they got they uh, revoked the four thousand dollar prize. <laughs> yeah, genius though. If you can get away with it, I guess Jack. that poor dog though. I mean, right? You're, um, you're 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 a dog lover, so could you um, even imagine trying to make a dog do meth? I mean, to me, that's the ultimate harshness against any sort of animal is trying to make them do sort of drugs just for your monetary gain. Right. It's so sad enough that I, so we had people in our neighborhood that used to have um, rescued greyhounds and greyhounds, uh, like their race life is like two years, right? So they only live to be like 10 anyway. They're big dogs with big barrel chests. They don't live very long and their racing career is super short. So they breed them, race them. And then after like a year and a half, they get rid of them. So like, I'm like, I feel bad for those dogs anyway. And then you jack yeah. it full of meth that can't extend its life expectancy, which is only 10 years to begin with. So that poor dog's probably won one race in its life, won $4,000, got it revoked and probably only going to live five years. Yeah. That poor dog. 
it, I mean, there's probably a good chance while it was running, its heart could have burst. Oh, blew it blown up. Yeah. And that's just a horrible thought. Like, but did it, I catch, hope... did it catch the rabbit? <laughs> that rabbit is uncatchable by It normal. may have caught on fire with how fast <laughs> it was running. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm, I'm just glad, at least I'm glad that uh, they did revoke the fine. Hopefully, uh, you know, send a message. Please do not try to put your dogs yeah. on meth while running. All right. Um, Let's uh, do the next one here. Markets in turmoil as price of money skyrockets to $90 a dollar. <laughs> I don't even understand what that means. The price of the dollar has gone to $90. Per dollar? Yeah. That's a Duffy. I'm going to go with onion. I'm killing <laughs> onion, not the onion. So good at this game. Yes. I, I don't know. I, I have I feel like a few more of these towards the end are maybe going to be a All little right. bit tougher, All but right. you are one. doing well. So and, and good on you, right? Um, this is excellent because you're able to really distinguish the it's, real from the fake. Honestly, this gin boogie has really heightened my sense of logic and um, <laughs> reality. So keep going. It just it puts a boogie in you. It does. It's the boogie. All right. Um, so here's the next one. A newly signed Georgia bill would make daylight savings time permanent so criminals will have one less hour in the evening to commit their crimes. Did you say Atlanta, Georgia? Uh, I just It's just Georgia. Just Georgia. It's a statewide bill that would make daylight savings time permanent so that criminals will have one less hour in the evening to commit their crimes. That sounds like an, a, a Georgia thing to do. That's gotta be. That's gotta be not the onion. Not the onion, man. You are killing it. I am it. doing so good. Representative Wes Cantrell told the told the news that the bill would result in less criminal activity and crashes on the road. Criminal. This is a quote. Criminals like the cloak like the cloak of darkness, so they will have one less hour in the evening to commit their crimes. So. That's his reasoning. The, Not the, all the other right, stuff that, that people have. <laughs> that people have so many, arguments there for. There are so many good reasons to do this, and yet that's what you decide to promote as that's the face of your bill. Yeah. So that guy doesn't the run into your darkness. garage and try to grab a beer out of your beer fridge, <laughs> which has happened. So I know that's why I used it. Yeah, but that's that's a good reference. All mm. right, let's do the next one here. Argentinian citizen buys country's Google domain for five dollars, or five hundred and forty Argentinian pesos. They have Argentinian pesos versus the Mexican peso. I don't know. That was just in the headline. Okay. Uh, the the Google onion. domain onion. He's you say that is the onion. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> broke the streak. You were doing so well, but had to come to an end at some point. Um, this one, uh, so I guess the officials that were responsible for renewing the domain name failed to do so in time. Okay, so this makes sense. It, it lapsed, and this guy picked it up on a basically failure to renew a domain license. The same day, which they called him a cyber squatter. Yeah. If you've heard that term, right? So... He sat around, he knew exactly when it was going to expire and immediately picked it up the second it expired. Yeah, was probably watching multiple, not just that oh, one. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But uh, probably had a list, I don't know. These guys are probably super smart. They probably have some sort of um, um, blockchain uh, programming that they do. So Argentina.gov is... 
uh, whatever they do, google.com.ar. So their entire oh. Google domain. Okay, sorry. I misunderstood how important that was. <laughs> You're right. And so what, what's great is Argentin, Argentinians, uh, government, they found, they figured it out fairly quickly. It was like a day or so later. Not as quickly as you would not, think. Not as quickly as they probably uh, should have. The guy disabled it and started to try to do something with it. Um, and uh, Google figured it out. Argentina figured it out. And they got together and they restored it. Not the same day, a couple days later, but they did get their domain back. Okay. And I don't know if that guy got compensated. I would hope he got something for that because, I mean, that is a little bit of trouble uh, to go through. And I think that's kind of keeping people on their toes, right? Yeah. Accountability. <laughs> In a right. weird, weird way, it's a it's a good accountability step. Like, yeah. You should, if you don't do it, You should I'm protect your intellectual it. property. If you don't, I'm going to own it. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, so we're going to try to rebound on this one. Okay. Um, nations, bald citizens band together to demand their heads stop being used as bongos. That's got to be the onion. Please. Please, God, let that be the onion. <laughs> I feel that was a good, <laughs> a, that was a softball. When I read it, I'm like, okay, that's probably not going to be one that uh, trips somebody up. But okay. it did make me laugh. Um, just picturing, you know, a couple of bald guys and somebody, you know, uh, slapping on their heads, uh, trying to make music. So, all right, let's jump to the next one here. So, um, there was a woman, uh, so let me just read the headline woman charged with felony for not returning VHI, VHS tape more than 20 years ago. I saw this on TV. This is not the onion. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. She had a felony for fraud. Yes, like that yes. was crazy. So, was it on the the uh, news, like TV news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, was it big news? It was. Okay, I um, don't really watch too much news, big so news I didn't for really a day, see it. Right, like it okay. was just one of those weird um, niche stories that they bring on every once in a while. But yeah, so I, I saw like it on the weather like gets Channel done. Five and on CNN or something crazy. Like they were like, "Can you believe this lady's going to have to go to jail <laughs> with a felony for?" And she says she didn't even she didn't even rent it. It was Did like they say the what Princess the, Bride or something. Sabrina, the teenage Sabrina, witch. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And uh, yeah, she took it out in March 2000. She was charged with felony embezzlement of rented property, um, and didn't know about the charges until. So I guess she goes back to where this charge was, and just tried to change her name on her license after she got married. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like all of a sudden. Warrant time. You can't get married now because you have a fel an outstanding felony warrant. Now, did they say this on the TV? Because now this is what I'm picturing. Is she goes in, tries to fill out the paperwork. It red flags her. She goes back home. About an hour later, she's just sitting there watching TV with some popcorn. And SWAT just takes her door Come down. Come from the ceiling. Felony oh, yeah. arrest. Felony warrant arrest. Here we go. She actually called in herself and said... I am this person. I have a warrant out. I think this is ridiculous. I need to get this resolved because I'm trying to get married. Right. Like, so she tried to handle it. God love her. But they didn't send Swan in, but they should have. <laughs> She's a They were like, dude, it's Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Right. We're sending in Swan. We this, still want it this back. This is legit. I don't know where it's at, but you better find it. We'll be there in an hour. Yeah. Did you rent it during that extra hour of uh, daylight time? Right. Because um, if, we, if we dial that back, but that's Texas. Did you uh, not... use the cloak of darkness? <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent. All right. 
So here's the next one. Um, hair salon had to remove job ad for happy stylists because it is discriminatory against unhappy people. God, everybody gets their feelings <laughs> hurt anymore. <laughs> not the onion. She posted this and it was not the onion. You are correct. Oh man, I hate people. Allison Birch, <laughs> she listed. <laughs> For a part-time qualified hairdresser at AJ's Unisex Hair Salon. Now, this is over across the pond, our friends over in England. Uh, the, the advertisement stated, this is a busy, friendly, small salon, so only happy, friendly stylists need apply. Uh, she said she posted it, and then she received a call from the, uh, from the local job center informing her that uh, they could not run the ad because the word happy is considered discriminatory. Ugh. I'll tell you where to send those cobras. <laughs> those cobras. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. I want to run my business how I want to run my business. And I, that would include, I want people who are happy to be here. That seems, you cannot that seems tell okay. me how to run my business. Right. That seems like it's an okay thing to, to run. But you want to talk about turning no, a happy no. person into an angry person is tell them they can't run an ad that says, I want happy <laughs> right. people. Right. As soon as she got off the phone, she's <laughs> like, I am no longer a happy hair salon. Yeah. Now I'm going to fireball that agency. Oh, my gosh. All right. <sighs> Not me personally, but I'm sure that's what she felt. Sorry. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you would have to travel a long way. It's a long way. To go yeah. over there. I'm just saying. That would, that would really piss me off as a business owner. I would be. Would angry. that make your eye roll? Oh, yeah. My eyes would roll. They're, they're rolling now. <laughs> I thought that may just because of the gin. Like, you, take, yeah, no, you took I, another drink and I, like. I keep drinking it. I'm not sure why. <laughs> and it's so good right after the pineapple. It's like, I got a pineapple gin thing going. All right, are you ready for the next one? Mm -hmm. Elon Musk unveils urban slingshot system available to move six pedestrians across the street per hour. For the love of all things holy. <laughs> Elon Musk has way better things to do than slingshots. Please let that be the onion. All right, that is the onion. <laughs> you know, I figured though, did you, uh, I'm sure you bought one of his um, flamethrowers. I, I didn't. Wait, what? I was on back order when I tried. <laughs> I was pretty sure that maybe you did, but okay. So you tried to. It was on back order. Yeah. So the fact that he made, though, just in his spare time, I guess. I mean, that's from what I understand. I, I've heard it, I heard a little blurb on it, but he made these flamethrowers, legit yeah. flamethrowers yeah. that work. And apparently they sold out in like an hour. Yeah. All right. And then... He was working on a project. Uh, again, I don't know if you've heard about this. He's digging under, is it Los Angeles? He's going to make a tunnel system for uh, to, to alleviate traffic. I think something like that. So I just thought maybe with all of the things he has his hands into and SpaceX and stuff, maybe a slingshot hurling people across the street. <laughs> I'm going to go with no. Okay, oh, yeah, well, but you got it. You yeah, got it again. Still. I think the the flamethrower had a purpose, right? It reduces the amount of weeding you have to do. Like you can use a flamethrower, but like slingshots are just, that's a liability. Definitely. Okay. All right. Uh, next one here. Um, I'm, I'm on 10 of 11. Just okay. You, so we only got two more left. Hang in there, man. I'm doing good. I know you are. I think you've only got one wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm All right. 90% right now. CDC announces it's kind of embarrassing to get coronavirus this late in the pandemic. Um, that's, <laughs> if that's, that has to be not the onion and I agree with it. 
If it is the onion, I think it should be true. <laughs> that That's is the, the onion. onion. Yeah, I don't know that the CDC would necessarily announce that with their uh, their new mask mandates that they might come out with. Um, but uh, I, I do find it funny if I saw that on a, a, a it's kind of embarrassing to get it now. But, yeah. um, you know, not in some countries, though, I will say, you know, maybe, uh, you know, I know that there are other countries struggling way harder than yeah. than I got uh, a buddy that just got back from India and he had a. Oh, he had a, he was worried he wasn't going to be able to get out. Um, but he had a negative, a false positive test five days ago. Went back to the doctor and the doctor's like, hey, you don't have COVID. We retested you. You don't have COVID. He's like, I'm booking a flight. Booked a flight, came back today. Oh, wow. Just to make sure he could get out because they're shutting the place down. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, yeah there's, there's bad places to be. <laughs> right. But the U.S. isn't one of them, in my opinion. Like, right you on. have access to, at least in Missouri, you have access to shots. Like most places, you should be still wearing masks. Like, sure, you can make the personal choice to go eat at a restaurant. If you do, be okay. careful about it. I just think it's, yeah, it's, I, I'm going to shame you <laughs> if you get it. Uh, all right, so we got the last one here. Um, police find Nintendo Switch in park, beat high scores before returning it to owners. I right, please, God, let that not be the onion. Is that not true? the onion. Not, not the, the onion. onion. Sweet. Excellent, excellent. Uh, community policing right there. This happened in Utah. So um, yeah, wow. I guess someone found this, this Nintendo Switch. They turned it into officials. Uh, this particular officer um, apparently liked to play the Nintendo Switch. So he played it, and he beat all the high scores. Nice. Um, and he eventually got done with it, and he was bored with it. And so he, he went and found... The person, I guess maybe the Nintendo Switch has your name or profile on it or something. So he got on that guy's Facebook and he posted this. I've beaten all of your high scores and spent all your gold coins and I'm bored now. So you can come pick up your Switch. <laughs> then he trolled him? Yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's, that's uncalled for. <laughs> He's, I spent all, all your gold your coins, coins. Right? Like he spent all his money. What a troll. <laughs> but in good nature, I will say, he, you know, someone at least turned it in, thankfully. Right, he gets it back. He gets it back. The officer got a little, I, I, I kind of questioned a little bit about how much time that guy has on his hands right, as an officer. in a patrol car somewhere and, you know, but. Maybe Utah doesn't have a lot going on. I don't know. But, yeah. you know, he, uh, he turned enough. it back in and he got it back. So you, uh, you did well. I'm just going to give you an overall. I missed two out of 11, right? Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right, cool. Fantastic. All right, so let's revisit the Gen Boogie here. Yeah, um, we got to do Put some... a rating on it. Oh, so I'm at a, I'm at a two, maybe a 2.5, probably a two, probably a two. All right. I'm going to go with two. Um, I think I'm going to give it a three. Uh, I think maybe it's because I it's better than my expectation of gin is normally because I'm not a big gin drinker, uh, but it's not as bad as, as you, uh, as I, f I feel like it was for you. So to, to you, this is the same as a Michelob Ultra. Uh, Bushlight, Michelob Ultra, um, um, Bud Select, Brewed for the Lou. Uh, that's, that's my baseline. If okay. I, I can have a select, that's, that's a, a solid three. Okay. I would have a select or I would have this in place of it. Okay. That's fair. I would not have this in place of a blood slow. <laughs> so I think we're on point with our ratings. So there good. you go. There you go. We're good. 
I would, yeah, if you put them side by side, I think it, it would, it's a toss up. Okay, so. that's fair. All right. All right, so now that we've done that, um, you got anything? What do you have? Um, got another question? Out of curiosity, you want to do a little music? I thought we'd do a little music stuff, um, meaning I have a couple music questions for you. Okay. So I love music, and I love questions. All right, so it's a two-parter. Um, what band would you recommend, no matter who asks you? Two, who ha- what band or group has the complete worst fan following? Oh, that is a loaded question, that second one. But I'll start with the first. Okay. Um, what band would I recommend to anyone? So maybe someone coming over from a different country. They're trying to learn the culture. They're like, what music are you into? What would... If what, I came to you and said, yeah, I, I need to listen to something different, what do you got? Like, I, I don't have a preference on genre. I don't have a preference on tempo. Give me a just a music recommendation. I want to start a... I want to start a Spotify playlist off of, of one song. What is it? What, what group would, would that be? Millie Vanilli. Yeah, well, you, it was handsome for me. Still, I've been listening to Mbop a lot. Literally, I've That was really good as well. Um, I just feel like uh, the, um, the addition of Millie Vanilli not singing their own songs. Yeah, that's good. Fun. No, uh, you know, I, my personal taste, I think, would obviously play a factor. Um, but, uh, so if I thought like alternative, I would think, you know, Pearl Jam is fantastic for an alternative band. It's going to encompass what most of that is. Um, I don't listen to a lot of current, uh, music, so, uh, that's hard for me there. Um, you, you, I think you're a little bit more in tune with that, but, um, so Pearl Jam's good because it's good rock. I, when you first asked the question, for whatever reason, Metallica came into my brain. But that is just because I could, uh, me personally, um, I, I, if I'm in a, any sort of mood and I, I just need to put on a set of earphones and rock out, um, then I'll throw on Metallica. Uh, I'll throw on Tool too, but that's sort of an acquired taste. Not everybody likes that. Um, but just for me, so that's like, that's, Sort of the high energy, lots of bass, lots of uh, lots of drums. That's kind of what I'm gonna go, okay. gonna go for. The you, second, you and I are so different in so many ways. <laughs> yeah. I can't even take it. Anyway, so what would yours? Start. What would yours be? Um, I, for one, I thought I had your answer, and then you didn't use it. So, um, um, it's probably gonna be my answer for number two. <laughs> <laughs> probably, as it probably should be. Um, so, um, it would be like a. A Belle Biv DeVoe for like old school um, R&B stuff. Um, that girl is poison. Yeah, just that is like nostalgic for me. Um, but it would probably be like a Garth Brooks. Um, Garth or, Brooks is good. Like a Garth Brooks or Travis Tripp for some country. Um, and it would probably be like a Simon Garfunkel. Um, probably that. I have like there's my three genres is some old stuff like with Simon Garfunkel. And, um, but yeah. Say, I don't mind Simon and Garfunkel. I, I'm, honestly, it will be a little bit. It's a little bit too uh, low energy for me. It, it won't put quite put me to sleep like some others. But um, I can really only listen to one in the mix. It, it'll get in the rotation, like the boxer or something. will yeah. we'll get in there, and, oh, and I and I do enjoy that. Um, so I'm probably one that only kind of likes that hit, right, or the hits there. Um, I'm not fair. not gonna listen to much of the deep cuts. But I'm a I'm a big acoustic guy, right? Which, you know, so right. um, like. They like I love listening to, you know, Simon Garfunkel acoustic stuff and um, um, anyway. So I'm just surprised you didn't throw the 
DMV in there, but that's fine. Well, so uh, that brings finest. us to number two. Um, <laughs> and one of the reasons I held it back was because uh, being a fan, uh, and I am a fan of the Dave Matthews Band, uh, which uh, most of the people around me know, um, but... Uh, and this always comes up. I hear these discussions of the world's worst fan base. And uh, I believe uh, Dave and the band make it into the top five every single time. Um, and uh, for whatever reason, people just love to hate, I think, on the audiences that just really get into something, right? Like they, and sometimes, and I know I'm not, I, I try not to be this way, but like sometimes when you're talking to an Uber fan or a fan like that of, of some of those bands, that's all they can talk about, right? Yep. So yep. anything comes up and they relate it back. Oh yeah, that's a, that's just like the show I attended in 1994 and I had the, uh, the taped version uh, at 90 beats per second um, on this tape deck. And, well, that is great for that person. I love that they're that into it. Um, sometimes it comes off the wrong way, right? Where it's just like, ah. Uh. And I think they also get sort of that bro thing. Um, where it's kind of like the, like when we were younger and I first started watching them, I guess it was some of the college kids. And so there was kind of a, a large breadth of people that were, were going to their shows. Um, so you probably get all walks of life, but the people that are the loudest and most annoying get the attention, right? Mm -hmm. So the people in front of you that are just there for, you know, having a bro party and they're not really listening to the music and, uh, they're spilling beers everywhere. Um, and I feel like there were enough of those people at those concerts that they, it, it sort of got a bad name. So now you go to, you go to shows, you see one of those, you're kind of looking for it, right? Yeah. You're like, Oh, that guy over there, he's going to be trouble. Cause all he is here is to get completely plastered and, uh, and make a fool out of himself. So that's fair. I just, I, I never saw that coming. You, you saying TMB was on the bad list instead of the good list. Oh, I think they're on every list of world's worst fans. Yeah, but usually a fan of them doesn't see, so the self-awareness is there, which I can appreciate in you, that, that you're like, hey, there's a lot of people <laughs> coming to these things that are horrible. Anyway. It's yeah. to the point where there's a lot of times I don't really bring that up as my first taste in music because I, it, it, has will, a bad it will taint it. people, right? Yeah. That Like as soon as you say, oh, I like, I, I, I like Dave Matthews, and they're like, oh, well... You know, you're that person. Okay, yeah. I've just put you into a hole. It happened at work the, I, when I went to when I changed jobs, right? And they they're like, "Hey, what kind of music are you listen?" He's like, "Well, I like this. And I like a little bit of Dave." And they're like, "Oh, you're a Dave Matthews guy." And I'm like, oh, "I'm not just a Dave Matthews guy. I want to listen to a little." You, know, <laughs> right. you, you do you get pigeonholed into the. You're one of those weird Dave guys. Um, anyway, so mine was a insane clown posse, um, or corn. I think had a weird following for a while. Corn. Yeah, I do remember corn. Corn is still around. Um, oh. I think the, the the lead guy, and I'm not I'm not super into music, but I believe the lead guy still makes music. I don't know if it's under the name Corn, but That's you know, funny. it's like Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails, right? He does a lot of yeah, music yeah. stuff. I mean, he does movie scores, yeah. right? Um, so I don't know if I put him in that same vein as uh, Trent Reznor, but I I do yeah. know of Corn. Um, the Insane Clown Posse is kind of weird weird in that uh, I've. I've never really met someone that was super into it, right? But what's funny is every story I've heard of the people that are super into it, people say they're the nicest people. I'm sure they just seem weird. So, <laughs> it's I'm, very unique, right? It's a it's a very unique following. They have their own soda, right? Like, isn't that is that Fanta? 
That they, oh, do they think, really? I think they... That they, makes me put think, them on that list even higher. <laughs> I think they love Fanta. Um, and there's some other things about them that they, they have, you know, as, uh, as things that they do when they go to their... Uh, they, I'm sure there's even a name for it. Somebody... Huh. You know, yeah, I did. Right. Yeah, they're weird to me, but that's okay. Um, again, like you said, to each his own, right? Whatever you get into is fine. I just think that fan base, like, is way too in. There, yeah, I, it's I way think, more in than I would ever be into a fan base. Is that yeah, you know, like I, right. I, I could go? I really like it's a lifestyle. A Garth Brooks or a, a, a Dave Matthews or a, or a you know any like I could pick probably five other artists. I mean, I would like the Eagles or something, right? But like I can't ever imagine going that deep into a culture of a band and going, "This is what I want to do with my life." Kind of like a fish thing or a Grateful Deadish thing, right? Right. right. Kind of so it sounds what I'm hearing you say is if you're if it's immersed, your lifestyle is immersed in the culture of the band, then really you've sort of abandoned your self identity. Yeah. And now become you. right. You yeah. become that. Hundred percent judging you if you become your band. But. And the thing about the insane clown posse that I think relates to that is you can be a fish head probably or a deadhead mm-hmm. or a Dave Matthews person and you won't really notice, yeah. you know, if you but went to the you- concert and you weren't hearing the music and you just looked around the audience, you probably couldn't pick it out. If you went to an insane clown posse you're gonna concert, know, you're going to know you're there. You're going <laughs> to you know gonna what know you are there yeah. and you are going to probably wonder, how did I get here yeah. and what's going to happen to me? Just because you don't know. But like I said, I've heard they're super nice. I've, I've heard that they are super welcoming. Uh, they would probably uh, offer to paint up your face. Right, like any know. other cult would, right? Like, come on in. <laughs> We're, the water's fine. Uh, all good. Well, that's funny. All right. Well, I think we've tackled a lot here today. Um, yeah. We've enjoyed two uh, fine beverages. Um, I say fine. You, you have one fine. And one, one fine and one... Trash. Well, um, that is great. Not, not trash, just not great. Yeah. All right. I do like the name and I like the can. God, they did a great job, the marketing piece, putting shenanigans in, in their branding, which is great. So you'd rate the can of four? The can is, <laughs> no, really. I mean, like, legitimately, the can is cool. Um, it's just a, yeah, like a, a cool little green can with, with fun font. I mean, they've done a good job in their graphics department and they've done a good job in their branding department with. You know, putting taglines on there like this cocktail is prime for summertime shenanigans. I think that's awesome. I like I like I like their slogan. All right, well, fantastic. I think that's probably a, a pretty good place to um, uh, jump into the final thoughts here um, and kind of wrap it up. Uh, just wanted to throw out there. You know, I think we're gonna try to. Um, you know, we we do this. Uh, on occasion, uh, at least every other week, um, and uh, we'll see what uh, the schedule brings. But um, I think if uh, if anybody enjoys uh, listening to these conversations, we'll uh, continue to uh, put them on and uh, let f- f- people listen to them. And uh, maybe we'll take a picture of uh, this can that you love so much. <laughs> um, we have set up a couple of uh, things if you want to tell tell about it. Yeah, the social media stuff, right? So um, on Twitter, we're canned underscore convo um, or at canned underscore convo. But on uh, Facebook and Instagram, we're at, uh, you can just look us up at canned convo. Um, so yeah, check us out. We'll hopefully post some uh, stuff from the post the podcast and a couple pictures of what we're drinking. Yeah, and if you're not into the socials, um, 
canned convo at gmail.com is our email address. Yeah, email uh, us shoot an email, uh, shoot a, uh, a tweet, uh, shoot a Facebook. Is that what you call it? <laughs> I don't think that's what you call it. <laughs> I don't know what the kids are calling it, but that ain't it. All right. Um, but yeah, send us uh, some topic ideas. If you want to hear us discuss something, that'd be fun. Fantastic. I hope you had fun. I had a blast. Yeah, it was cool. It was All good. Right. Well, we're going to shut her down now. Thanks, everybody. Much appreciated.